What's your name? What's your name? My name's Angela. Okay, what do you do, Angela? I'm a nail technician. Wow, who do you work for? Myself. Wow, incredible. Thank you. That's cool. Don't and ask me about finance. Stuff. No, no, we don't ask about that. And uh, do you enjoy it? I do. How do you find your clients? They're amazing. No, sorry, like how do you acquire them? Like how oh, do you? social media. <laughs> social media, Instagram and TikTok because I'm okay. like famous. Really? Tell us about that. How did you get TikTok famous? Actually, I only have 11K, but I'm still famous. I mean, that's good. <laughs> Was it one particular video? Did <laughs> It's great content, Isaac. Um, <laughs> was it one particular video? Did it blow up? Yes. Yes. So I made content okay. on like nail, like me doing them like up yeah, close great, great. so you could see it. Yep. And one video I did a flame set Oh. and that went viral. And then I kind of got hate on it because really? I said that cuticles need to leave the country and people got really offended. Who, who needs to leave the country? Cuticles. What's that? It's like your dead skin on your nails. Oh, okay. That seems fine. Apparently not. Interesting. Okay, so do you do something unique? Um, on, on I nails? do a lot of nail art. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, right. Um, Looks very intricate. But yeah, have I have a lot of story times about everything with that. I got kicked out of two spaces. Really? And one of them, this is a bit financy. They relied on crypto okay. to pay for the rent. Really? And, <gasps> and what? Yeah, and okay. then so they relied on crypto to pay for the rent, yeah, and then they didn't pay their rent, so they got evicted. So I had to leave too. Oh my then I found out with the real estate agent that they were um, a lot of K's in debt. Oh, really? With the real estate agent, I said many thousands in debt. Yeah, so you mean, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I'll tell you off. Jeez, <laughs> no, we can beep it out. Say it in the mic. Dollars in debt. Okay, we'll beat that <laughs> out. <laughs> so, so yeah. like, so like, pretty much the equivalent of like one client for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? It's like half a day's work. Ten thousand per nail. <laughs> <laughs> With every diamond. Have you ever done the nails? Done nails for someone who has less than ten fingers? Yes. There you go. In TAFE. Do you give them a discount? Well, she got it for free because I was in TAFE. Ah, okay. But it was this girl from high school. She doesn't have the three middles. Oh, no way. For like a genetic reason. No. But then her other hand is like fine. Okay. So that was the only time yeah. where I did seven fingers. Wow. Um, that's well, interesting. How, how long have you done this for? Uh, how, how long have you worked for yourself? Like on and off for three years. Okay. Yeah. I want to find a new space and like get back into it this year. Okay. Know? So, okay. That's the next question. So are you, do you do it remotely or do you, do you do it? In, I was subleasing in other people's salons. Yep. So I'd pay them and then yep. that was supposed to go to the rent, which yep. that place with the crypto, but they didn't, didn't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were taking my money. No okay. worries. Okay. And then, um, I had another place where it was actually going towards the rent, but okay. then, um, they got new owners and then, right. So you, you don't you don't you don't want to do the remote stuff. You'd prefer just. Have I your own space. prefer not to do mobile because it's just yeah. a lot. Because you have to bring like all your supplies, yeah. all the yeah. colors, all the nail art, yeah. and then go to their house, yeah. set up everything. Yeah, and they might have a weird house. It might smell weird. Yeah, I've Bit actually weird. got story time about that. Yeah, I might get out of her murdered. Blood's <laughs> 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 gonna be seeping out of their house. <laughs> um, it's yeah, fun. Okay. It is fun. I'm going to get so famous. You guys are going to get millions of views just because of me. Okay, come on, Kate. 
All right, Kate, come, come through. On. You're going to be Tell us Idaho about murdered. you sleeping with your window open. Does everyone know about the Idaho murder? <laughs> okay, tell us about the Idaho murder. Go on. The Idaho murder happened in Idaho. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and there was a group of college kids that stayed in a house for a holiday. Okay. And from their balcony, there was like a frat house they could see. I don't yep. know why that's relevant, but that's, right. that's what they told us on TikTok. Okay. And there was, I think... How many people was in the Idaho murder? Like five? Four? Four were murdered. Two were alive and sleeping while the murder happened. Oh. In the same house. house. Yeah, the neighbors heard the scream, but they didn't. And there was blood seeping through the cracks of the house, like from the levels. So down to the other level. Like well, from, yeah, from the, the second outside. to the oh, on the outside. Yeah. Oh so gosh. it was seeping through How the did they house. Get murdered? Well, no one knows, but one no girl one was more brutally murdered than the other. Oh. So but they, not everybody got murdered. Two of them were two apparently them were sleeping. Asleep, apparently. But ah, apparently. Apparently. So mm. they might be like They might be the murderers. No, I no. don't think so. But okay. they might have been like Drugged. in the plan. In the plan. Yeah. Okay. They might and have then known they about died. It. Isaac, can you hear me? Yeah, it's bounced fantastic. Oh my God, hello, yeah. everybody. You can hear me too. Yeah, we can hear I you can through hear this. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> um, okay, well, there you go. Great to meet you. Okay, I'm Thanks for coming on as a special guest. Oh, thank you very much. No worries, guys. You did great. You nailed it. <laughs> so we are um, we are back in 2023. I we think are. there have been a huge amount of changes since our last episode. We're so whole new people. That's right. We are we are whole new people, but I actually <laughs> meant in the world and, oh, okay. um, yeah. and in what we talk about and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit about the cryptocurrency side of things. Um, That's true. We did talk a bit about that. Us being sellouts, we're probably not going to talk about that since the market is down. No, um, no we don't so believe in it anymore. Actually, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we do believe in it. Cut that out. Cut that yeah, out, get that, get that. No, keep that in there. Um, <laughs> we, don't, we don't do cuts on this podcast. That, <laughs> that whole intro is in here. So, um, yeah, so I, I stumbled across a couple of um, very interesting things. Hang on. Oh, are you going to get into it right now? I'm not going to get into it right now. We just got to give I'm these people in, more context on like where intro. we've been. Oh, where have we been for the last eight months? Yeah, so we uh, we were actually <laughs> working with um, another block. So you can actually check out all the episodes that we yeah, um, give did. Free play. So we made um, we made a lot of episodes for another block uh, under another block studios. Yep. So basically, they're a music startup that where you own a piece of the music that you love, and uh, essentially you're yeah you're the buying, royalty streaming rights. You're buying music. royalties, yeah. So yep. you um make a couple of cents on your Spotify streams, which is uh, a pretty cool concept. It so is a good concept. Yeah. And so, so yeah, that's right. We got the opportunity to do a sort of a partnership with them, and so uh, that was a good project. You enjoyed it, right? It was a lot of fun, and yeah. uh, we're actually going to be doing a little bit more work with them in the future. That's but, true. Um, a few interesting things coming up. Yeah, but uh, for the now, we are well and truly back with HQLA. We are. Prepare for weekly episodes. And we actually do have our own uh, editor on board this time. We have our own editor. We always made a joke about it. No, just keep making jokes about it, and then <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. That's true. We just pretend we've always that we've, had an editor. We've always had an editor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be great. That's uh, going to be good. I'm excited to be making um, content. What do you think for um, 2023? Uh, mm-hmm. What are you? What are you? You know, how many subscribers are we going to have by the end of the oh. year? How many? Uh, how okay. many likes? What's okay. going to be the most viewed TikTok? <laughs> uh, so I think uh, right now, I think our most ever views on TikTok is about sixty thousand, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Verified. Yep. Yeah, and so yeah. I think uh, we should 10x that. Um, oh yeah. I think that's how TikTok works. 
and otherwise, really, what are you doing? And I think on YouTube, uh, there's probably a couple of hundred uh, subscribers, and so I think we should we should probably 10x that as well, to be honest. This might be the, the 10x year. A couple of thousand, yeah. A couple Perfect. of K, and, uh, and, but it's all about quality, and it's all about having a good time. Absolutely. Uh, that's what Isaac and I uh, do this for. You know, we, uh, we do it for you, we do it for the fans, but we do it for us, because we enjoy it. And so, uh, it's all very wholesome. It all is very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All, all right. right. Well, what's, what's your intro? <laughs> this will be this will be episode twenty-seven. I can't even remember what your intros are. What do you normally do? Uh, I haven't. You haven't thought of one for um, a while, so it is it is hard to remember what I do. Uh, this is the <laughs> new year. Um, do something different. Yeah, this Just is freestyle, a, baby. This is a new year, new us. This is the Hunter Valley. We are coming to oh, you. Oh yeah, we should give some context here. Um, a beautiful vineyard uh, where they make all of the world-famous wines, as you can see yeah, behind yeah. us. This is the Hunter Valley. This is the Hunter Valley. This is only 40 minutes from where we live, and we hardly ever come here. It's, it's uh, pretty incredible. It's um, yeah. a very nice spot, and uh, we're actually we're, we're actually in Tuscany. This is um, <laughs> we're, we're in our Italian villa. Um, I made all that up. So uh, Now that, that they're not going to know what to believe. They think it's green screen now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a green screen. Look, I can touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, I don't. Yeah, that's that sounds pretty good. All it's right. a, it's a new world. It's a new us. Welcome to HQLA episode twenty seven. Done. Okay, so this one's this one's a pretty fun one. You okay? I probably would have heard of face it. Face each other a bit more. I actually. Oh, here we go. I actually, um, I've talked to a few people about this okay. and the amount of users that it's got is crazy for the amount of people that I know that haven't actually heard of it at all. Uh, so it's okay. very cool. So artificial intelligence is absolutely blowing up right now, right? So that's true. we're saying goodbye to... People in the industry call it machine learning, I've heard. Machine learning, yeah, that's right. It's um, it's a little bit of a little bit of a, uh, a combo wombo of uh, a few different things. <laughs> um so basically, we're saying goodbye to Web three decentralized and uh, all that all that old stuff really? because this is the new the artificial intelligence <laughs> is the new wave of all right. Tell me this. More. So basically, like you know what else might be old news as well? Google. I'll I'll explain it. Oh my it. gosh! All right, I'll explain. You're blowing it. it up here, bro. So, <laughs> so there's this thing that's come out by this company called OpenAI. OpenAI. ChatGPT. Yes. Right? Oh, good. So, I've heard of this, but I don't know enough about it. Oh yeah. So here we go. So ChatGPT is a product by uh, OpenAI, mm-hmm. and it has, uh, it's gone from zero to a hundred to one million users yep. in five days, <gasps> which both Facebook and Instagram took two years to get to that point. Oof. Um, and then this is, I'm talking early December. So it launched, launched in December, 2022. Yes. Um, and it's got so, so much hype. It's crazy. Okay. And so earlier in 2022, they actually launched, um, Dali, which is, uh, I'll talk about later, Okay. but, um, Dali 2, which Dali is two. a, um, an image uh, version, but this oh, is actually too. this is a text-based interface. Sounds like a Bollywood artist. Yeah, it does. It does, doesn't it? Mm. Um, this one's actually text-based, so basically you can ask any kind of question to it, and it'll respond as if it's in a conversational tone. It's like a trying to help you out. It knows what's best for you to know. Okay. And it's like a, a human talking to you, um, for example. Okay. So I mean, I mean, Siri does that, though, doesn't she? Not very well. No, I agree with not, that. Not well at all. I so agree with this that. is next level crazy. Next level. When okay. you when you use Siri and then you use this. The difference is incredible. Okay. So, Sam Altman is the serial entrepreneur that, oh, um, that started. Yeah, so he's a Y Combinator. Um, okay. He's a Y Combinator founder that originally. Mm-hmm. So he had um, different businesses running through 
Y Combinator, and he actually, uh, he's the founder that runs OpenAI. It's a non-profit organization that develops the AI nice. tech. Nice. So Sam Altman's been the CEO of Y Combinator before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the obviously the startup incubator that funded companies like Airbnb, Dropbox, Reddit. Um, and in April 2009, Paul Graham, who's one of the original yes. uh, YC founders yeah. um, that started y, uh, y Combinator, he said that Sam Altman was in his top five founders along Steve Jobs, Larry and Sergey, um, of Google. Yeah, is uh, this, this isn't Sam Altman Freed, is it? No, this is that's Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to do a, we do have to do something on that. Though. I thought about that. Yeah, that's we'll, fun. Coverage. We'll get to that. Sorry, yeah, keep we'll, going. We'll, that'll be a later episode, I think. Um, <laughs> it's still unraveling. But yeah, it's still unraveling. Crazy. Yeah. Um, we can we can provide live up live updates. Yeah. So, yes, right. It'll be good. They'll just be six months delayed. That's all. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the time when he wrote that he was one of the top five founders, this yeah. guy was twenty four, and wow. he wrote that he can't be stopped by flimsy rules, and that startup investing doesn't consist of trying to pick winners the way you might in a horse race. Yep. But there are very few people with such force of will that they're going to get whatever they want. Yeah, that's cool. So that's this guy. So he's obviously how old is he now? He's, um, I think he's about 37. Is he? Um, so yeah. Okay. And it's, he's uh, prime? Obviously you can, um, add 2000, you can add 24 to 2009, um, and it'll Well, that's the attribute, that. that's what we were talking about last night. You remember when, when we uh, were talking about how some people just always are asking other people, uh, to solve their problems. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what you're talking about there. He just, he knows what he needs and he goes and gets it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's and a he, good characteristic. He really makes it happen. So he's got that. He's got that drive behind him. Okay. So OpenAI has received a um, billion dollars from Microsoft, oh, and uh, and it's okay. run off the back of Microsoft Azure, which is yes. um, Microsoft's basically cloud service system. Uh, so it's very similar to Amazon AWS. Does uh, this compete with Bing? Don't they own Bing? Microsoft owns Bing, yes, and it competes with search engines okay. in the way that it gives you instead of giving you results mm-hmm. it ranks um like so for example a search engine will give you many results and mm-hmm. then google's incentive is actually to put paid ads between yeah, all the right. results and take you longer to get to the result ah uh, yes whereas good point so they actually Very good they aren't incentivized to give you the best answer straight away that's right which is why some answers are really good for example they'll have it bold at the top they'll mm-hmm. tell you the actual answer you look up how old's Brad Pitt and it'll you know come up with the bold answer at the top. Yeah. But for example, there are certain things where they could do that and it would make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, they want you to click on the ads. They want you Great. to see all the things. So That's good. Um, good distinction. Essentially, this is giving you a, a specific answer. So I can um I can give you for example a uh, a very specific um view into it. So mm-hmm. for example, you you look up on Google. Yep. Um you look up, all right, you're looking up a programming question for building an iOS app on Swift, for example, right? So okay, you um, you can type in how to create a login uh, form in Swift mm-hmm. in Google, mm-hmm. and you'll search through multiple pages of info, yep. heaps of different websites, watch yep. different YouTube tutorials. Yep. And then finally, you can kind of grind out or amalgamate different things because you obviously you want it to look how you want it to look, yes. and you're never going to get the exact answer from someone else doing no, that. No, you get old. little bits from all these different sources. And, it, and there's obviously, Distill there's going to be 20 or 30 methods to make a login page. So you're yeah. going to have to take the best bits. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, the best bits actually don't work well together because That's a good point. when you do one part of a, a line of code, for example, mm-hmm. you actually get, um, like you're defining certain functions or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're doing something else after that. Mm-hmm. And from someone else's code and it's not going to work because it's got different functions and they potentially interact 
Yeah, exactly. And they couldn't have foreseen that because you've put two things together that never existed before together. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And so, obviously, I mean, the the, obviously, it's better just to learn it yourself, but um, a good way to learn, for, I mean, for me anyway, is just like yeah, it's, finding... It's, it's, it's kind of like block learning in my head, where it's like, I need to do this thing. I'm going to learn how to do this thing. Mm. And then you over time, you've put all the blocks together and now you know how to do everything. Oh, 100%. Like, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. So, essentially, um, ChatGPT, this is where it gets incredible. You type in make me a login form instead of how to make a login form. Oh. So you type make me a login form for Switch, and in less than 10 seconds, it'll give you line by line. It'll type it out, format it in the correct way, show you how to um, put it in and where to put it in. Really? And give you tips on um, how to set up your project to um, huh. to actually work for it. So essentially, you can copy, and this works with any you know programming language, mm-hmm. any... Um, a lot of a lot of different problems that you could have in that area. Mm-hmm. It will actually go and uh, do the work for you, and then you can copy in, you can type in a whole app idea, and it will give you the code to copy across. So, so it, it 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 intermediates that process where you previously had to go and find all of the little bits and aggregate it together. Mm. It does that, and yeah, it just so provides to you that aggregation of information. Is yeah. That right? So instead of having to look up methods and different yeah. things or whatever. Yeah. It's literally just doing the work really? that you would be doing. Say so. I see see if I could make a comment there. I think that's interesting because uh if you talk to professionals, so if you talk to let's say for a, a lawyer for example, a lawyer will tell you that they are never going to be irrelevant because they whilst they don't necessarily know all of the laws because it's too many, what they know the terms, the things to look up, the places to find them. And that what that's what makes them valuable, mm. in and somewhat like that's what makes doctors valuable and, and etc. Right, uh, and but if this can basically just take a common phrase and just find the actual uh, substantive information that's difficult to 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 retrieve, then you you could make every profession irrelevant potentially. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's um, that's it's, crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. So okay. here's another, for example, here's another use case that I've seen yeah, a lot of. So, um. What I find cool about it is that it can write anything you want. So the business applications are actually crazy. So you can get, for example, um, one thing that I tried out a lot was writing um, an email to a potential client. Say they're a local uh, plumber and you're a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. So you can put in all of that information. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll actually show the video of that um, on screen where it comes up with the email. Um, And then, for example, you say, okay, so it's it's written up that email. Uh, You've told it about the plumber's business okay. you've told it uh, the plumber's name you've told him it about your business okay. and it'll write you that email Crazy. that says you know dear you know local business we all know that um, marketing spend is important for growing you it know it comes up with a copy yeah it'll come up with all the the whole email for you really? and then um, essentially what you can do is you can say ah okay um, that didn't work so can you um, can you please like uh, write me a script for a phone call, for example, yeah. to, to yeah, follow yeah. up on that. And yeah. you can, so it'll write you a script for right. the phone call to, to follow up or it'll write you a, a further email if right, you put crazy. in a it's response. It, it's wild. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's insane. Right. So essentially it'll, um, it'll do that and it will, then you can put in additional information. Then you can say, actually he speaks Spanish, put it in Spanish. It'll mm. translate it all to Spanish for wow. you. Um, it'll, Okay. You know, do all these things. So, and okay. you can all make right. all these different modifications based on all this text. Okay. So, the better you are at, at giving the instruction, the better the um, result will be yeah. in terms of the email. So, all of that's really good, but it only scratches the surface of what you can do. So, imagine 
using chat gpt here's here's a couple of business ideas for you okay, imagine yeah. using chat gpt to write your blogs for your websites to optimize seo yep. or getting it to generate websites for creative agency clients or write movie scripts or do yep. all of that you could give it yep. characters and you could give it okay. plot lines you want to develop and you can give it all of this stuff okay and um and it'll do it so uh, here is some other yeah some other really cool use cases I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, there was someone creating a website, and they needed a customer profile, so they wrote down attributes for ChatGPT to fill out. Mm-hmm. Basically, they wanted dummy data for um, to test their system. Uh, yeah. So they wrote down, "Give me a name, age, city, live where they live, all that stuff." Yep. Then you can actually create all those fake profiles as demos, but you can. Let's say, for example, they wanted to load up their system mm-hmm. with all these fake dummy profiles. You can say, oh, okay, now put it in a, a table format for a CSV export. So you can put it in into that table format, take it, make it an Excel file, and put plug it into your system. Or you can say, I actually want it in comma-separated, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for writing in a piece of code yeah. or whatever. And so it'll give you, it'll give you it in whatever format. Wow. Um, so another one... Um, yeah, another one that I saw where they were running ads. They were like, we need to break down our demographics by each city in the UK. Mm-hmm. And then instead of, imagine someone spending hours looking for the right list, which had all the cities and like, mm-hmm. or trying to type out all the lists yeah. of all the cities that they advertise in. Um, they could just say, hey, ChatGPT, what are all the cities in the UK? And it'll list them alphabetically, for example. Interesting. Um, okay. And... Uh, all and right. then I personally liked, uh, I asked it how to make a mobile game mm-hmm. and like a very general question. Mm-hmm. And it basically gave me a six step process of how it would go about actually doing that. Wow. Um, which was really interesting. That is interesting. And uh, it was, you know, it was talking about getting a, a game engine and then getting a, you know, a language you want to write it in and then getting mm-hmm. a, um, a mm-hmm. platform you want to release it to and, and everything like that. And this is just a website. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a website. So it's um yeah you look up ChatGPT yep. and um okay. and then you have to make a login and then um, um yeah and so it's got it's got a lot of users so far. And Are we going to talk about how they monetize this? Yeah. So um, yes. you t- you talked about how it's so good because there's no ads, they don't need you to be retained on the you know. Oh, it'll search definitely website. be so it'll be a um so basically at the moment it's like a it's like a beta so I yeah. think it's been yeah. trained for 2020 and 2021. Oh. And um and obviously like up until um December mm-hmm. and so it's been trained um for that mm-hmm. and then essentially uh it's in the like there's writing around on the website which talks As about in, how sorry did you mean twenty twenty one twenty twenty two no like t- it got trained like till during up that until period twenty twenty one yeah all oh, right um and released in like December twenty twenty two okay yeah, um, okay okay cool. Yeah, and so it's in it's in like the beta <laughs> version, and yes. Um, yeah. So they don't care at the moment about that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, but it'll definitely be like a paid service, I think. Ah, uh, yes. It'll be like okay. uh, something right. like that. It'll become so valuable, people will just pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, gonna, it's got so many millions of users now that yeah. like everyone's gonna be like, okay, well, this is really working. Okay. So um, okay. one of the one of the other things that I um, asked it to do was rank the top performing stocks of the last decade. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I asked it what the greatest film of all time was. Oh, you would. Then I asked it how many senators it? are in what Australia. Ah, uh, it um, it gave me a list. It was like, well, there's no definitive answer. For it. So <laughs> nice. I was like, okay, well, that's that's a bit that's a bit lame, because you know, well, it can't have an opinion. It should have an opinion. That's well, what that's I think. scary. That's a whole other thing if it has an opinion. Uh, I guess so. I guess so. It listed it listed the Godfather and the Shawshank Redemption and everything. So it's the yeah, same as Google yeah, in that yeah, sense. Yeah. And like a lot of the answers are the same. Yeah. But you have to ask it more complex questions to get. You ask better questions, yes. you get better answers. 
So um, it's a good life skill right there. Absolutely. So yeah, and then I asked it what here's, here's a better question. I asked it what the difference between quantum computing and artificial intelligence is. Yeah. Gave me a four paragraph answer. Then I said, really? actually, that was a bit too long. Can you make it um, simpler, easier oh, to you understand? Can do that. And uh, yeah, and it was like okay, I've I've summarized it. Gave me a one paragraph, simpler terms. Yeah. And um, much like much better. That's great. Or you can say elaborate on this probably, and it would have given yeah. you a, a whole essay or something. Wow. Um. And so this is where it um this is where it gets really meta because I asked it to write me a script for a podcast called HQLA about ChatGPT. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I, I get it. Yeah. And and this has been it. Yeah, there you go. It's um, <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> no, nah, I wrote this one, but um, but I did ask it what what it would include, and so it, it gave me a little um okay. structure of what it would include for yeah, a right. podcast talking about Chat um, GPT, which is very interesting. What a great twist. There you go. Yeah, it's all it's all been tell- talking to you the whole time. <laughs> Please, please help me. I'm stuck in the back room. That's what it said. <laughs> I'm locked in the basement. <laughs> All right, that's cool. I like it. I, yeah, I, that's good. As I said at the start, it's something I've heard about. I listen to Lex Friedman a lot. He talks about it. He loves AI, and uh, mm. he's he has a podcast, and um, and he just sort of the way he talks about it is like assumed knowledge, and I I don't know anything about it. So this has been very helpful. Yeah, there we go. So next, I'm going to talk about Dali Two, which is Dali um, Two. You did say that. Yes. Yeah. So good. Good. Dali Two is earlier in 2022 where it came out. Okay. So it's actually a visual tool which gener- generates some um, highly detailed, realistic uh, images from yes. textual descriptions. My housemate showed so, me this. Yeah. There you go. It's um. It's quite cool. So I tried to sign up. It was actually a limited. Like yes. it was a really limited one. He signed up about six months prior, and yeah. uh, he, he finally got it about three or four months ago. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So one of the. I mean. So I've, I've just done a lot of like looking at other people using it, which is really yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, so you can type in man in a funny hat. It'll give you multiple versions of the picture in men in different funny hats, yeah. different men, different hats, different yeah. backgrounds. Then you can say, um, actually, I want it to have fruit on it. And yes. then it'll have fruit on the hat. And then you can drill down and you can say, I want it in the style of Van Gogh. Or I want it in an 8-bit pixelated style. Yeah. Um, or I want him to be standing next to a pink house leading an elephant, for example. Yeah. And it will give you all of these different artistic um, impersonations. So one of the best ones that I saw was um, someone was creating fake scenes from Wes Anderson movies. So Wes Anderson's this director Hmm. who um, directs really um, colorful art style movies that are like very wacky. And then basically they took that and they said, make all the Star Wars characters in Wes Anderson's style. Oh yeah. And then it made them all very 1950s kind of characters. Yeah. And and so that was very funny that um, it could just take that and that's something that like some random artist would think of yeah. and just do. But mm-hmm. it's like a computer that's thinking Did of that and, um, and doing that. Interesting. And so basically one thing that's really cool is we've seen a number of startups that are plugging straight into OpenAI's services, particularly Dali2. So mm-hmm. um, one of the startups that was a couple of months ago, it would have been six months ago or something, uh, was an app called Lenza AI. So basically this was, you mm-hmm. might have seen it, so a number of people were posting um, selfies of themselves in like AI generated form. So basically mm. they would post 10 different photos on Instagram mm-hmm. and they would say like, oh, this is, you know, and it would it would show them, you know, on a horse or with a six pack or all yeah, these yeah. different things. Yeah. So heaps of these people or as a painting or as a and This um, was good a for, the, for the era of NFTs. Absolutely. So these people were... Because they're, um, they're unique, genuine originals, right? Yeah, absolutely. But the 
even better than that, people, um, the sweetest sound is your own name. So people <laughs> were seeing this, seeing their own picture. Is and um, that's, well, that's what they're saying. Um, so <laughs> you haven't heard that before? The, uh, you know, I'm someone, sure someone says, oh, this, yeah, well, <laughs> I you're, very, you. you're very, uh, you're very humble. You're very un- <laughs> non-egotistical, but uh, people do like talking about themselves. Okay. That's, um. You know, that's one of those old tricks. No, I like talking about myself. You you can't just deny that it's a saying. It is a saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, no, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. So, um, so the app actually generated ten million dollars in the first week, I think. Okay. And um, and basically, what it was doing was how? Or is that too hard of a I'll, question? I'm about to explain it. Yeah. Um, so basically, what they were doing was making this a conversation. Yeah, that's great. No, I'm joking. You were um, <laughs> you would pay ten dollars, and it would give you a hundred <laughs> photos that were AI generated featuring yourself. So yep. you would upload a few sample yep. um, pictures, mm-hmm. and then um, basically that's how it would generate. So this is all you know in the last year. So this crazy like idea for a startup is how mm. they do that. So there's already a lot of um, s- like small startups that are coming out of ChatGPT. People are building yep. on ChatGPT. Yeah. And so they're already plugging into all the APIs and everything like that. Yeah. And it's been, at the moment, less than a month since it's come out. Wow. So I think this is a... Are these two companies related? No. So this is a random company that said, oh, we're we're just going to use the Mm -hmm. APIs and stuff that we've got Mm -hmm. to plug into the back of this. Mm -hmm. Um, ChatGPT has all these random companies that are, um, you know, being already started. So here's... Here's a couple of um, things. So yeah, Lens is one of those many startups yep. that are kind of currently in the AI space. Yep. Um, but there are there are apps that are being built on both ChatGPT and Dali Two, which is mm-hmm. where I think a huge business opportunity is. Okay. Because only having one of those is is all well and good, and only having you know only having the visuals, only having the chat part. But here's what I think um, I would want to do if I was going to make profits from starting a AI startup. So here's the idea: you would take a Think of a full-length sales funnel, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the marketing side, you have mm-hmm. people to getting to click on the um, ads yep. that uh, you're running, whether they're paid or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, you click on, uh, or you click on, yeah, the website through search. Yeah. Um, click on a profile on Instagram, which yeah. goes to the website. Yeah. Uh, through getting good videos or good yeah. photos on social media or elsewhere. Yeah. Um, then what's the next step for a standard service business that is actually getting people to fill out a form? Separating the qualified leads from the um, the fakes, yep. getting a sales um, person to give them an email or a call to the client, setting up a meeting with them, yep. um, and having a meeting and everything. So, and then um, getting the actual sale done, making it happen, getting the needs of the client met. Mm-hmm. So, basically, what I think um, would be a really good opportunity here is to offer the full sales funnel as a service from the perspective of a tool that automates things mm-hmm. um, using Dali 2 and ChatGPT. Oh, yeah. So um, you could get ChatGPT to write ads for a client. Yeah. Um, and then with Dali 2, it would generate images, which uh, they could then use to create AI visuals. Yeah. Um, and you could even get, you could get ChatGPT to write the description of a website, which would then be used to um, create the website itself in yep. Dali 2. So if you could get all these things lined up and plugging into each other and you could get um, ChatGPT to write you a form that captures the inputs um, for these people. Yeah. It would just take a little bit of work in between to actually get it to um, to work. But um, then you could sell, you could use it to sell, or you could specialize in certain areas where mm-hmm. you could sell copywriting, um, you could sell, um, you could sell sales services, you could sell 
um, yeah, like writing writing your sales emails for you. You could sell, we'll get you a database of people that are qualified leads. Um, you could sell all of them together. You can write titles for areas on your website and blogs on, for areas on your website as well. So yeah, it's interesting. That's how it would work. <coughs> that's quite good. You could even it could even be dynamic. Somehow could track the individual, kind of know their preferences in regards to how they like things worded or the images they like, and uh, it, could it even just present websites uniquely to every single person who visits the website? Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, yeah, that's really good. That's Generate really interesting. Lots of different ones. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So that's um yeah that's ChatGPT. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it. It's such an interesting. OpenAI is going to be an incredible business. Um, one thing I might not have mentioned is they're projected to make 200 million dollars in revenue by the end of 2023. Yeah, wow. So that isn't um that's keeping in mind that none of their products are currently monetized. No. And it's not even like I, don't, I haven't seen a roadmap specifically of of when they're planning to do that. Yeah. Which means that they're potentially making 200 million dollars out of this idea when they haven't even started monetizing yet. So yeah, obviously wow. once they really get up and going for a full year with products, so they're going to be pretty crazy. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. Well, on a very different vein, uh, we're going to talk about uh, a new Chevy Silverado. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is it. I got some nice photos here for oh, you. Oh, here we go. Um, and so, so here's some photos. Yeah, I'm sure everybody at home will be able to uh, be viewing this right now if you're watching this in video format. If not, that's what you probably should be doing. Um, and so uh, you can see it looks quite stylish. Uh, it looks very modern and uh, up to date. Uh, it's got, uh, there seems to be a recurring theme of sort of a light bar either at the back or the front of some of these new cars. And so it's got that at the front, which looks quite nice. So uh, it's interesting. So this is added to the... Uh, ever-increasing lineup of EV trucks that are coming out, particularly in the US. Obviously, the US has a big truck market. Uh, and so uh, competitors, uh, we have spoken you about... You could say it has a big trucking market. You could say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so uh, some of the competitors are the F-150 Lightning. We've spoken about that previously. Uh, there's the the uh, Tesla Cybertruck, mm. um, obviously uh, inevitably coming out. We haven't yet seen it uh, in production. There's the Arivian R1T, I think it's called, uh, GMC Hummer. So GMC Hummer is actually what this platform is built off. Obviously, GMC is part of the same uh, conglomerate as Chevy, uh, and which is the GM conglomerate. And so uh, it's part of the same uh, chassis design. And so I previously we talked about, um, I think I was talking about the Lightning, the F-150 Lightning, and we compared some of the specs. Now, I've added this to our specs, and I'll just give you a bit of a comparison. To s in your head, you can see where it fits. So, F-150 Lightning, for example, 560 horsepower, okay? Silverado, 754 horsepower. Yeah, wow. Okay, so yeah. significantly more, but the Hummer has 1,000. So, it's not it's not quite up there. They couldn't make it as good as the Hummer. It's No, yeah. the, that's right. It, yeah. it, it wouldn't be in their interest to do so. And But the Cybertruck, for example, is 800. So, it's getting quite close to the Cybertruck. Uh, although where this really does fall down is it's zero to a hundred time. The Cybertruck, uh, cl its claim to fame is less than three seconds. So it's 2.9 seconds. The issue with the, uh, Silverado is it's 4.5 seconds. Yeah. And so obviously that's fast, uh, in traditional truck, trucking worlds. Um, but really in this lineup, it's, it's not super fast. Um, like for example, the, the Hummer's supposed to be less than three, Rivian's less than three, uh, Cybertruck less than three. The F-150 Platinum, uh, the EV, the Lightning, is uh, it's 5.1. So that's actually the slowest of the lot. Mm. And then the last one, which is really crazy, is towing. Okay. 
So this is actually really wild. So the F-150 Lightning, 4,500 uh, 4, kilograms, so four and a half tons. Uh, Cybertruck, a little over six tons. Uh, Rivian, five tons. But Silverado, nine tons of towing capacity. Yeah, that's incredible. Yes. And I think that's what people are buying it for. They're not buying it for the acceleration time it's exactly when it's right. that close, you know? Correct. But this particular, <coughs> the market that is going to buy this car, I think you're spot on with that. It, they're just looking for grunt and power, and, and this certainly has it. So they get, they're going to make a specific towing package that will get you up to 9,000 uh, kilograms, which is really, really crazy. And just to give you a gauge on price, top of the range, which is what we'll be referring to here, is called the RST, and uh, it's going to be just over $100,000 in, in US currency. So that's quite expensive. Uh, to put that in perspective, F-150 Lightning is expected to be, I think it's already on sale in around 90,000 range. Uh, the uh, the uh, Cybertruck, I think there's been remarks of it being around 70, which is quite well-priced for what it is. And uh, the Hummer, for example, is also in a really similar price point, being in the low hundreds, uh, which is kind of interesting, although it's a very different shaped car, obviously. Uh, just a couple of other interesting points uh, is that it's only offered in a four-door crew cab um, and that they are going to make what's called a trail boss model, which we should get a photo of. Uh, which is just very much built towards off-roading and trail, and it looks really awesome. Um, and so some people will obviously be interested in that. So uh, a couple of interesting things, uh, they all come out dual motor, and so they're all all-wheel drive, which is kind of nice. Previously, if you buy the basic work truck version, it's only rear-wheel drive. So that gets everybody up to four-wheel drive, which is cool. It has four-wheel steering. You'll remember, maybe, uh, the Hummer, one of its claims to fame. It, it yeah. has that. One yeah. of its claims to fame is they go the same direction. So it has crab walk mode. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, GM said that within their brand, they're going to keep that just uh, in the Hummer lineup and they're not going to uh, put the crab walking, uh, I guess, functionality into any other vehicles just to keep that special. Uh, turning radius is uh, not quite good because of that, because it has a full steering. They can go in different directions and it turns quite tightly, th uh, 13 meters, if that means anything to anyone. And it also has uh, adaptive ride uh, air suspension. And so it can, it can travel 50 uh, millimeters up and down and it can balance itself, for example. So if you've got a rooftop tent on there, that's quite helpful. So you can kind of get a pretty good balance if you're camping or something like that. It's uh, quite good. All independent rear suspension and rear and front suspension, which is nice. None of these leaf springs or anything like that, mm. <laughs> like we've previously seen. Uh, it's got a few interesting things here, which I've noted down. So, uh, in regards to charging and power, it kind of does a lot of the stuff that, uh, the F-150 Lightning talked about. Remember their campaign was all about how long you could, uh, survive in your house off, you know, plugging into That's your, right. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And so it, it has all similar claims. Like it talks about, uh, it's got 10 outlets and it can charge another EV, which is an interesting claim. So you could, uh, you know, if you've got a fleet of them, uh, that's a good function. You know, if, if you've got them on job sites, you know that you can always get them out of sticky situations. If you're full driving in them, I guess it's you could charge someone else's full drive. Just thinking about how this works in the real world, which is kind of cool. Uh, so this is, uh, so I think it's interesting. It has a, it has Super Cruise. So GM develops their own hands-free driving technology. It's called Super Cruise. And uh, they map it over, it's got 320,000 kilometers of mapped roads within the US. If you're on one of those mapped roads, then it will go into super cruise mode if that's what you want to do. Um, and you can remove your hands from the steering wheel uh, completely. And uh, it will change lanes. 
uh, as long as you don't have a trailer on. Uh, it will trailer with Super Cruise, but it just won't change lanes uh, just because it blocks some of the sensors. And uh, and yeah, so that, that's quite cool. Uh, it just tracks your eyes. If you're not looking at the screen, uh, if you're not looking at the uh, s- the road, then uh, it'll start beeping and stuff like that. Yeah, right. But other than that, uh, you can just sort of just chill. You don't have to touch the steering wheel or anything. So that's uh, quite cool, I think. Um, uh, what else? Uh, it uses, in regards to the technology to do that, it uses, as I said, the combination of the driver attention system, looking at your eyes, and LiDAR in order to uh, position the vehicle on the road and map. Uh, it's uh, it, it, it's called geofencing in regards to uh, it uses uh, the LiDAR system to also tell where you are and whether or not you're allowed to use their super cruise in that area, whether it's been approved and mapped in that area. A few interesting uh, things is it has a greeting. So when you walk towards the car, in the same way all the Teslas, uh, the key is on your app, on your phone nowadays, if that's what you want to do. And so if you walk towards the vehicle, it'll do a cool little like flashy uh, thing with all the lights. Again, incorporating, this is sort of something that I think Tesla really initiated in regards to kind of doing fun little things with cars that are more than just um, functionality. Uh, You know, the Tesla does the, whatever it is, the music mode where all all the lights go around that place. Yeah, right. And it's just like, it doesn't help anybody, but it's interesting. Uh, It's got hands-free start, which is an interesting one with the EVs. When you think about it, you don't have to ever start them. If you've ever driven a Tesla, which I think you have, uh, it's it's strange. You just put your foot on the accelerator and off you go, um, which is a strange concept. And it's partnered with Google, so it has Hey Google Assistant. Sounds like it should have partnered with uh, Open GPT yeah. Chat or whatever you call it. But uh, and so it has Google Maps, it has uh, Google Play Store, and it has uh, uh, Google Assistant, whatever that's called. What's the Google Assistant called? Alexa? No, that's Amazon. Yeah. I don't know what Google. Siri. No, it's not Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got some comments? I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, an interesting, uh, another interesting point I think to make is when you see the outside of one of these vehicles, Chevrolet obviously has a, uh, an E in the middle of the... Oh, sorry, Silverado has an E in the middle of the word there, right? And so they take that E and they make it uh, like a bright blue and it focuses on the three uh, horizontal lines. And that's how you can tell that it's an EV version of that vehicle. And they're going to roll that across the, the product range. So every vehicle that uh, has some EV variant will have that little E, so you know it denotes what it is. And so I was listening to a commentator speaking about this, and he asked GM, well, what happens if you bring out a vehicle that doesn't have an E in it? And apparently, allegedly, their response was that, well, that's not an issue at the moment, and so we'll deal with that when we get there. So I don't know if that's going to restrict what they can call vehicles. Oh, good, good forward thinking there, though. <laughs> <laughs> a GM, not forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, and so it, it's very large, six meters long, two meters high, two point four meters wide, like yeah. really, really, really big, twenty-four inch wheels. That's so big. If it's built on the same, did you say it was built on the same chassis as the Hummer? Like yes. it's it shares the same chassis. Yes. Yeah. So that makes a lot that's because that one's massive. That it's um, really big, Hummer, yeah. like. You go to a, a parking lot and you correct. You know, it's taking up the whole yeah. the, the whole space every time. And that's yeah. what that's what that demographic want, I think. Yeah, you want to feel massive and huge and miss it, you know, tall. And so, uh, one interesting thing it's it's small, but I think it's interesting is uh, GM or Chevy for a while has done what they call multi-flex uh, mid and uh, rear tailgates. So, talking about the mid gate, for example. You know, in a station wagon, if you put the rear seats down, you can go all the way through. You can do that in sedans and stuff as well, I suppose. Um, And it usually has a 60-40 split sort of thing where you can put two down or you can put one down. Uh, It does that 
in the ute or in the in the work truck. So you can literally uh, fold the seat down and one additional section, and you can put stuff all the way from the tray all the way through to the driver's seat. Yeah, which, that's great. Yeah, obviously gives you so much more room. And then the Multiflex rear gate allows you... It has six different positions. So you can use it, for example... Uh, as a seat, like you can flip it all the way down and flip another piece out and it becomes a seat or that can be a step or whatever you want. But you can also put the tailgate uh, horizontal, flip that little piece up and then it elongates the tailgate even further so it's like a little stopper Yeah. if you've got some bits of timber in there. And so uh, what the total length is over three metres that you can put of timber and mostly probably flat things in there, which I think is very impressive. And again, this demographic are going to be looking for that. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Obviously, unique to these type of vehicles is the front trunk. Uh, people driving these will have never had that before, and people think it's great because a lot of people uh, have never had decent lock-up storage in a truck before, and so they call it the e-trunk is what uh, Chevy are calling it, e-trunk. Great branding. Yeah, small e, <laughs> Very and then smart. capitalized trunk, which is <laughs> interesting. Uh, it's as you'll see in the photos there. Interior looks really great. Massive displays, massive 17-inch inf infotainment display, quite a large 11-inch uh, driver cluster display, and and it even has quite a large uh, uh, heads-up display field of view. I think it's 14-inch there as well, which is quite interesting. The only other point, as I finish, is I was looking on the website, which is probably what we're going to show for a lot of the visual content for this, and. Uh, one of the interesting things is, I don't know if you remember when I was talking about this Lamborghini that they were bringing out. They did like an AR uh, marketing campaign where you could place the Lamborghini that's right. at your house. Yeah, remember yeah, that? yeah. And you could, yeah, you could have it on your phone. And yeah, you could, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. You could walk yeah. around it and augmented it's like at reality. your house. Yeah, augmented yeah. reality. That's yeah. right. And so uh, Chevy have done that for the Silverado. Although when I clicked on it, the website didn't work. And uh, it informed me that it, that feature wasn't available uh, in my country. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so, and I get so it. So the Silverado is also not available in your country. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really their like market. And so, although yeah. I've seen a couple get around now, so I don't know whether we're starting to import them or not. Mm. Uh, but you never know. Maybe we'll see an EV one day. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be great. So it looks great. Uh, my summary is that if I was buying a, I mean, I, uh, I'm a bit of a fan of Tesla. And so I think I'd still buy the, the Cybertruck just because it looks really crazy. And I think they were the first one to really talk about doing it. I know they haven't actually executed on that yet, uh, which is a shame. But so I think it's cool. Uh, I think it'll uh, the the branding and marketing is really interesting. You can see them clearly targeting their current market because it's a it's a pivotal time for them because there's a lot of people who would be driving a Chevy right now, Silverado, who might not think a lot of EV um, technology, and so that you can tell they're using a lot of the the, the phrasing that they're using is like gruff and tough and brutal and like yeah, they're using yeah. all of that phrasing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not efficient and flowy and good for the environment because that's not their market necessarily. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely seen as a it's definitely seen as not very manly to have something that's not burning through the petrol, especially potentially um, for those buyers. Yeah, <laughs> potentially true. Yeah. It's just not a priority. And so, um, yeah, they've, 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 they've obviously recognized that. So, yeah, it's interesting. I like it. That's great. Yeah. Do you think it'll compete with the um, F-150 and the yeah um, and the Hummer? Uh, yeah. So, I think the Hummer is in its own category. Yeah. I think the Hummer is so nuts that it, it, it is more like people living in LA who just want some crazy car. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that's separate. I think it will compete with the Rivian, the F-150 Lightning, 
and na- and then now there's Silverado. So yep. I think there's three good options there now. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. There you go. Well, uh, this has been great. This is uh, it's a lovely day for it. Uh, we couldn't ask for anything better. So. Thanks for tuning into HQLA. We uh, hope to be bringing you plenty more content as 2023 rolls on. That's right. Uh, we've given you our predictions, so make sure you comment your own. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, And really, Instagram. you're the ones who can make that come true. Uh, Absolutely. We're going to try and make some great content, but it's it's your sharing and, and your network effect that's going to do that. Like and subscribe now. Love you.